Welcome to Let the Ball Do the Work, the proper football podcast with me, Ben Littlemore, Sam Davey. Hello. And the little West Country imbecile, that's Ollie Maynard. How you doing? Welcome to the penultimate episode of Series 1 of Let the Ball Do the Work. It's been another enthralling week of football, with all five English teams qualifying for the round of 16 of the Champions League for the first time ever. We're going to start today's show by discussing just that. Can an English team win it this year? Yes. Yeah, I think it's only chance ever, really. Pardon? I think it's probably one of the... Any chance ever, you know what I mean? Like Any chance ever? <laughs> yeah, because like the last few years, it, it's kind of been a write-off. But... Great start, Ollie. But, um, <laughs> right, which English team do you think's got the best chance to go furthest? City. Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty obvious one. Are they the only team that has a chance to win it out of the English teams this year? No, I think uh, I think you've, you've got to look at... Unfortunately, you've got to look at Chelsea as well. Chelsea didn't yeah. even top their group. They're only English team to not top their group. Though. I know, but I just think, I just think for, for European power, as it were, in those. If you look at Chelsea squad, I think they've I they're think a team they're of players who have European second experience. best equipped. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm. That's, I mean, that's what I'm mm-hmm. looking at. Liverpool obviously done really well. Two seven 0 wins over Maribor and stuff. But I think their defence when yeah, they come against Real Madrid PSG, I think they'll probably fall short. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Tottenham have got enough to. Obviously, they've done brilliantly in the group again, beat Real Madrid. But yeah. Real Madrid were in a really bad time. They're sort of coming out of that a little bit now. The yeah. Results have picked up in the Liga and in the Champions League. Mm. Yeah. So you expect them to come back stronger. Who, who do you make as favourites to win this year's Champions League? That's tough. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, could, I, I, I can't look past Real Madrid. I think it's just their competition, really, for me. I know they didn't. I know they came second and everything, but I think I just can't see anyone else but them, really. Really? You think they won it three times in a row? I, no. I think they can do it. You know, I think it's Zidane's competition. I, I, th- I think PSG have got to be really considered. Yeah, I agree. They with were that. excellent. I know they lost by Munich, but they played. Uh, yeah. Not so strong side, and everything was already decided in the group. But to beat Bayern Munich in the fashion they did in yeah. the first game in Paris, and just to wipe the floor with every team they played this season, they lost to Strasbourg, the first defeat in the French league. But I think they've uh, the way they play football is just brilliant. I think they they could really go far. Definitely. I I, I mean I think um, I would like to see PSG win it or someone else win it, but it really wouldn't surprise me if. Uh, if Real Madrid were to win it again, they do just have that that panache, don't they? That seems mm. to come out in those situations in these cup Got competitions. Big game players, yeah. People with bottle like Sergio Ramos, who will happily <laughs> just like well, do well, a Cruyff turn on the edge of his box <laughs> yeah, in the Champions exactly. League final and not care. Yeah. Absolute legend. Exactly. Um, is the English game on the rise again? Like it's obviously fallen massively in the last five years. We've been overtaken as probably the top league and probably the second, probably even dropped to the fourth league at one yeah. point, probably with Italy and Germany ahead of us. I think you could say it's definitely a turning point. Really, I wouldn't say we've we've uh, we haven't proved ourselves to be better than these big European sides yet. But you know, I think this could be the Champions League to kind of put English football back on the map, so to speak. I mean, you, you kind of got to hope they kind of ease away through, get some nice draws in the next round. But then I look, Chelsea can either get Juve, Barca, or Besiktas. Even the teams that have come first, though, you got Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. Yeah, came second. They could draw. Yeah. So it's not like they're guaranteed an easy draw. No, I mean, no one's guaranteed an easy draw, but I, I, I don't know, I'd like, like to see two, two of these teams in the semis. And I, I think that, Should that be the aim for English teams this year? For England, for English football? To get I'm, two teams in the semi-finals? I think that would be, that'd be pretty... Uh, to get a team back in the final as well. There hasn't been an English yeah. team in the final since Chelsea won it in 2012. Yeah. That was a travesty of justice, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, it would be nice, but then if you again, if you look at the teams who have missed out, Napoli, 
Benfica had a shocker of a Champions League. Mm. Mm. Dortmund. And I think the biggest one of all. Atletico Madrid. And yeah. Arsenal. And, you know, it's uh, if you look at the teams there that have missed out and the English teams have, have gone in ahead of them, you wouldn't. No, I, I certainly wouldn't have bet on that. I certainly wouldn't have expected Athletic no. Madrid no. not to qualify. So, yeah, so... I think it's you know it's good, nice to see the English teams doing well. Yeah, because the performance before that we had really sort of dominated Europe. I mean, before that that Chelsea final, seven of the last eight years had an English team in the final. Yeah. With the pinnacle of that probably two thousand eight in Moscow, Man mm. United versus Chelsea, two English sides in the yeah. final, three in the semi final as well with Liverpool in it. But um, yeah, I think it could, it could. I think Man City have certainly Pep Guardiola's revolutionised football and brought in some of them cultural techniques from around Europe to English football. And really brought things on there. Definitely, I think Man United had a very easy group. I, I think they'll struggle. Yeah, I do as well. I think Liverpool will struggle. Yeah. I think once they play a team mm. that uh, will actually show yeah. a bit because they they shown signs of weakness against Sevilla, who aren't the biggest European side. Still a good team, but yeah, you know that yeah, that, I mean, that, that travesty domestic, of a domestically Sevilla haven't been great this season. At no, all. exactly. Not so last season. if they face a semi-decent team, I could see them going out pretty sharpish. Yeah. Even Spurs, like, they, they had obviously they had a hard group, but Real Madrid and Dortmund and they've done really well to get through and stuff but mm. I think people may overlook it a little bit because they played them at good times Yeah, Dortmund are in a bad time and Real Madrid were in a bad time when they played them Yeah, so yeah. I don't think people should Spurs fans should get too excited necessarily about no. that fashion I don't think that means they're going to go all the way No, I, certainly, I wouldn't be surprised to see Man City in the final no I wouldn't but I think you've got to think of all these big sides as well like Real Madrid you can't tell me they're playing that 100% in that group stage when I, I think Real Madrid do kind of like the teams like Barcelona, they, don't, they save their best football to the yeah. left stages. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's going to come. And then I think you, that's when the English teams will fall. Do you think as well, do you think maybe not having a Christmas break could affect us when we get through to the round of 16? Yeah, because obviously be quite possibly fatigue, the yeah. business end of the season, Yeah, round of 16. And it's hard to say for sure. Stages. Because, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say for sure because, you know, uh, but, you know yeah, well, yeah. But that is traditionally over the last few years where English teams have struggled. Certainly Arsenal, obviously, yeah. every year to buy Munich in it. But yeah. I mean, I was going to say that player, you know, our players should be used to it, but that's not necessarily the case, um, especially with you know players we bring in from so many different leagues nowadays that do have a Christmas break. That is, you know, mm, it's, it's difficult it's, to adapt. It's difficult. A lot of people. Um, I'm like, I know. I, I read a thing that a lot of uh, players, foreign players in England, are one booking away from a uh, suspension. I think a lot of them are saving that for Christmas. Christmas yeah. yeah, the old classic, have yeah, Boxing Day. Yeah, Christmas used off. to do that. He used to get always get sent off the game before Christmas. It's a classic, isn't it? He yeah. loved it. The, the foreigners love it. Right. Next up is Ollie's lower league roundup. Who are it's Ollie's lower league roundup? Yeah, uh, a little mixture this week because it was the FA Cup second round of the weekend. Uh, so I'm going to start with uh, Argyle. As always. Um, unfortunately, we did lose 3-1 to a very strong Bradford side. Uh, it was a game... Said no one ever. <laughs> no, that, I mean, we beat him at their place, so I was, a li- I was slightly optimistic. But, you know, um, it was they dominated it from start to finish, fully deserved to win. And no complaints? No, I'm not complaining. And if you saw there, I think it was their second goal when it was... I'd, I would tell everyone to watch it. Uh, corner comes in, he volleys it at his own player's face and it goes in bottom corner. Classic. So that sums up our season in one goal. <laughs> but I'm going to move on move on from that, forget about that. It's Gillingham the weekend. They're in 21st, we're 24th. Three points between us. Six points, I'd, I'd say it is. Looking forward to reflecting on that next. Yeah, next it, it, I'll, be, I'll be looking forward to it. Um, but I'm going to carry on with the FA Cup. There's uh, two non-league teams in the third round hat. Ooh, who were they? Uh, it, well, they they didn't win. They both drew. Right, it was so AFC Fylde, who was a uh, 16th in the National League. They got a really good draw against Wigan, who are flying high in League One. 
So respect to them for so that. So it's going back to their place now, is it? Uh, it is indeed, yes. Uh, okay, and then Hereford, who are fifth in the Southern Premier League, drew one all away to League One Fleet, which they're bringing them back to they're their place as well. As well. Didn't they? Exactly. So I mean, it's a tough place, like the, these poor, crappy grounds in the lower league. So you know, Hereford, it'd be, it'd be nice to see a non-league team Hereford in there as well. They, they're unhappy. Big club, aren't they? Well, well you know, certainly be a football league club. Uh, an yeah. FA Cup, a legendary club. If you remember the Ronnie Radford goal, something like that. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Your dad would know. Um, there were also two games in League <laughs> One at the uh, weekend. Um, Bristol Rovers um, got a decent win over Rotherham. We got to fifteenth. Yeah, so they kind of they kind of had a little bit of a tough start, but they kind of turned it around a little bit. It's not great when you're fifteenth at any league at this point of the season, though, is it? Because your season's over, really. Yeah. There's nothing to play for. Oh, you're going to struggle to get in the top leagues into Europe or into playoffs in the lower leagues and relegation. I mean, it's like Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Just any club that's fifteenth, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. But then again, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind yeah, having a season where you're so. not doing anything, no stress, you're safe. But yeah, the, the other game in League One was Southend, who are riding high, with a 2-0 home win over 18th Oldham. So Oldham on a little bit of a slump, so hopefully they carry that on. Phil Brown. Yeah, well, I mean, they uh, their star player Leonard's just had a fresh bid from Sheffield United, so they'll struggle to keep hold of him because he's real been a pinnacle for them this season. And, uh, he's real been a pinnacle. Well, he's been their key man, so hopefully he'll, he'll leave and then Southend will struggle as well. So that was my low league roundup. Thank you very much, Ollie. Okay, In our next topic, we're going to discuss Mark Clattenberg's recent comments that have caused a lot of controversy this week. He indicated that he let Tottenham self-destruct during their tool draw at Chelsea back in 2016. Is this outrageous? It's unreal. I, I find this absolutely... I'm flabbergasted. You're flabbergasted. That, honestly, Big word. I've never used that word in my life. This is how... Unreal, this story is. I've used flabbergasted. It's made you lose a. But I, I read into it, and this is the quote. This is genuinely coming out of the man's mouth. He said, I went in with a game plan that I didn't want Tottenham Hotspur, blaming Mark Clattenburg, third person, what are you doing, mate, for losing them the title. There should have been three red cards to Tottenham, but I allowed them to self destruct, so all the media, all the people in the world went, Tottenham lost the title. If I'd sent three players off, what's the headlines? Clattenburg cost Tottenham the title. To me, that yeah, just yeah, sounds he hasn't like he's covered too himself in glory. There, even the way he said it, like he's made it sound like it's just to avoid him being the centre of the media. I don't think he's made refs sound good. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. for the whole of the refereeing world because now it just seems like no. referees, if there's a big game on, um, they're too scared to make the big decisions because that's what he was. He he didn't want to make the the right decisions yeah. because it would reflect badly on him, which that's not the referee's job. However, there's a slight con- contradiction here in what Clattenberg has said because he, he says um, that uh, there should have been three people or that there should have been three red cards to Tottenham he said in that same podcast that he that he was that all of this came out in he said he only saw one of those red cards so Eric Dyer was the only one that he said he saw was a red card therefore he couldn't have sent uh, was it Dembele was it or someone Dembele, someone in the eye I think so and then uh, it was, uh, yeah, like he gouged Diego Costa's eye or something, yeah. didn't he? And then the other one was like a stamp on Fabregas's hand. Mm, but is he not just saying, like, retrospectively, looking back, there but should have been three red cards but in the game? It's, but it makes no difference, does it? Because it couldn't have, they wouldn't have been red cards because he didn't see them. So there, he's just, for me... But was that because of his just, positioning? He's just blowing up his own ego again I to say that, is. trying to stir shit. Do you, like... To some extent, do you not think he's just sort of using his initiative, though? Because he knows Tottenham are going to go wrong anyway. Like, 
sometimes I think that the refs do need to use their initiative a little bit. I think he's gone a little bit overboard. I mean, I, here, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. he, it's a big game. He doesn't want to. Like, red cards do ruin games. That's a fact. And referees, I mean, they say that they try and avoid red cards unless it's a. Which I think is right. right. But at the end of the day, if he says there's three red cards, that's the right decision at the end of the day. Eric Dyer should have been sent off. It was a red card. Yeah. I know it doesn't matter how big the game the is, only one it's was the Eric rules. Uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on this because to some extent, like, it was a great game of football. And how many times do we see big games ruined by red cards? And you just think Liverpool it's game such a shame because yeah. it, it, there's such a good game of football there. But then to other extents, when you've got people with, like betting loads of money and stuff on these yeah. games yeah. and he's making wrong decisions, like somebody, for all he knows, could have had £100,000 on there to be a red card in that game yeah, or something. Yeah. I actually remember I had a bet myself on that game. It was like a request a bet thing where it was a certain amount of players to get booked mm. and one of them was Diego Costa and he was almost the only player not to get booked in that game unbelievably and he yeah. could have been, he should have been booked as well and he didn't Yeah. so there's a first hand it didn't quite have 100 grand on it I must admit but yeah yeah. I mean that's it's just huge yeah. repercussions definitely but that to me is just from what Clattenburg himself has said that's the only thing that's really got on my nerves was that he's he's using that were two potential red cards yeah fair enough to kind of to create this story that you know that or he went in with a game plan and things like that, I'm not sure referees professionally should be going out and saying things like this. Do you think there's any way he would have said this if he was still refereeing in no the chance. Premier League? No, no way. chance. No way. I well, if he if he did, he wouldn't be refereeing in the Premier League for much longer. This is 100 percent tarnished his well not his but his and all referees' reputation. I think. Yeah. I think this coming out uh, now it, it's given a scapegoat. It's all you're going to hear in the media now with referee decision. Have they got game plans? And do you reckon? I do lot reckon referees do have game plans going into yeah. games because they, they it must yeah. be in the back to of their head to a certain extent, even subconsciously. Sometimes I think it's not even their yeah. fault. Like I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, yeah. There's obviously sometimes you're going to pre be preempting something that you know the North London derby is going to be a feisty game. You mm. know something. So you might want to not get booked yeah. straight away. Exactly. So the other way around, whatever yeah. to control. Exactly. It. But then I think that's that's using your initiative. Mm. That's I, what, I agree. I agree. Like, that's what you know. I think I I get that. I get in big games where you know it. There's it's going to be fire and feisty. That's fair enough. But I think where it draws the line, which is where he's wrong here, is that he said it, it, I know it was a red card. I should have sent him off. Because yeah. in the big games, you mm. want to keep one as long as he possible. He worded it really poorly. But yeah. yeah, he hasn't helped himself. But if it's a red card, I said this earlier, it's a red card. It, football's a game about rules, yeah. and you know it might ruin a big game. But mm. if it's the right decision, you've yeah. kind of got to hold your hands but up and go fair enough. Imagine, it's the, that's the imagine if job. Chelsea were in Leicester's position and Chelsea could have won the league in that game, and they needed to win the game. Yeah. Obviously, then he may have used it differently, and he would have yeah. had a different attitude. But yeah, like a lot of people. Another thing, a lot of people have called for referees to do interviews. With yeah. the media, like after the game and stuff I'd, like this. I'd like to is see this that. the exact reason though why they shouldn't? I th- because I th- anything yeah. they say is going to be taken out of context, Probably. and they're just going to make themselves liable to damage their reputations in almost everything they say. Probably. Is this why this doesn't happen? I think so because if if you think about it, like you want you want you kind of want the the answer from the horse's mouth as the saying goes. Well, like um, <laughs> the referees the end with the media at the end of the game, I think would. I would like to see that would be interesting, but I think but this they clearly is exactly can't be honest, shit. can they? Well, they can't because if they make the wrong decision, they can't say that because no one likes referees anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> so if you want, if you, I think you, agree. even if a referee admits that he's in the wrong, in the wrong, you're still going to go. Well, why don't you get it right? I, I think there's no, there's yeah, no I room think for referees. Best covered away yeah. from the media. Yeah, I and agree. Ed Sheeran concerts, Klassenberg. 
Uh, right, that's, I don't know what you've been reading up again. He got um, dropped for going to Ed Sheeran, didn't he? And, oh, yeah, he did, actually. What he, happened? Yeah, he did. He went to an Ed Sheeran concert or something. And he got, and, yeah, like, instead of like, doing something for the game prem. or something. Yeah. So they dropped him. Oh, right. Remember that? <laughs> oh, actually, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Slightly away from the <laughs> I'm here conversation we're trying to have, but, but yeah, sums you up. Not great from Clattenburg, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Sam's Championship Roundup. Sam's Championship Roundup. Now is Sam's Championship Roundup. Over to you, Sam. Thank you very much. And we start with Bristol City. As always. Yep. And what what a win again for us. At home to Middlesbrough. They were, you know, seventh, seventh in the league before we before we played them on Saturday. Six-pointer. It was a six-pointer. And what a win it was. You know, that was our biggest game of the season so far. Um, and we put in a great performance in front of the cameras. Um, first half we were a little bit, you know, we were a little bit shaky, and then understandably, uh, and yeah, game with so much riding on it, definitely. And then uh, second half we just kind of released ourselves and kind of became the Bristol City we've been so far this season, and um, yeah, so uh, it was a great, great first goal from Joe Bryan, just sneaking at the back, thumping the header in from close range, and then big Aidan Flint from a borough free kick out of nowhere basically sprints the pitch. And puts in a cross on a plate for Jamie Patterson to volley home. Brilliant from Aidan Flint. Brilliant from Bristol City. Massive game on Friday night against Sheffield United. That's going to be our biggest again. game of the season. And uh, you know, only a win will do. Okay, you got one. your biggest game of the season every week, you lot. Yeah, but it's it's nice to have for once. You know, great stuff. Right, that's it. Bristol City. Moving on to Millwall. A big win for them on the weekend. Uh, a three-one win over Sheffield United. Things starting to rock a little bit. At- Sheffield United? Yeah, definitely. Well, d- maybe. Um, you know, you have these... Se- this is this is where we'll see how where Sheffield United, whether how much character they what have. What they're really made squad. of, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, they've you know they've lost 3-1 to Millwall and they've got probably their h- toughest game of the season against us now. Mm. So, you know, arguably, but, you know, we're flying at the moment. Um, Neil Harris, he's doing a decent job at Millwall at the moment. Fair play to him. They're, Millwall through and through. Yeah, absolutely. Up to 17th. And I think they're overperforming, really. I, w- I don't think I'd expect Millwall to be up. I think if you look certainly. at their squad, yeah, it's yeah. going to be down there so, in the championship. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really, they didn't really um, improve much on their League One squad that came up. So um, I think I think he's doing a good job. Fair play, Neil Harris. And then finally, moving on to Bolton, who I've mentioned a few yeah, times. Fortune's changing. Yeah, around. they Fair are. Play to Phil Parkinson. They're finally out of the bottom three. Well done, Phil Parkinson. They've stuck at it. They have, and. Uh, yeah, it's brilliant for Bolton, and uh, for the first time this season, they're out of the relegation zone. Can they keep it there? I don't know. They are probably one of the weakest teams I've good seen. Time, this good season. time to pick up a bit of momentum, though. It is, yeah, and um, yeah, I think they can do it. I mean, Phil Parkinson seems to have something going there, and it, you know, done very well at Bradford as well. He's quite a good manager. Yeah, he is a good manager. So you know, it remains to be seen what they can do there. But well done, Bolton. Fair play to him. Yeah. That's my championship roundup. Name the lineup. Hi, I'm Alex, and this is Name the Lineup. We've got Ben here in the studio, right. and uh, his Name the Lineup for this week is the 2005 Carling Cup runners up, Liverpool. Oh, God, this is difficult. All right, Dudek, Finnan, Hippia, Carragher, Risa, um, Alonso, Gerard, obviously. Uh, did Smitsa start? Uh, Cisse, Garcia. Uh, how many have I got there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One more. Um, I don't know. Did Bat was Barosh there then? 
Who else played in that Champions League final in the same year? That's what I'm trying to think of. But if they rested a team, I'm absolutely fucked. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to put Barrosh as well. Alright, you got 10 seconds. Murphy's in there. Oh, I don't know. Do I go Murphy or Barrosh? Uh, I'm going to go for Murphy. So if Barrosh played, I'm going to be really angry. Okay, and that's your minute. Okay, right. Who have you got? Jersey Dudek. Yep. Get in. Steve Finnan. Yep. Yes. Sammy Hivier. Yep. Jamie Carragher. Yep. John Anarisa. Risa. Nope. Damn it. Uh, Xavi Alonso. Nope. Oh, Alex. Stephen Gerrard. Gerrard, yep. Smitsa. No Smitsa. Why do I always get the defenders but never the attacking players? <laughs> Danny Murphy. Hold on. Uh, you have got Risa, actually. Oh, yeah. just thought you could do your job. Right. Uh, apparently I can't. Smitsa. No, no. That's, I'm right about that one. <laughs> Murphy. No, Murphy. Cissé? Uh, nope. Luis Garcia? Garcia, yep. Did Barrosh play? Barrosh didn't play, no. All right, it's fine. All right, how many did I get? Okay, so you got seven, yeah? Yep. Yep, okay. So it was Dudek and Goal. Yep. Finnan, Carragher, Hippia, and Jimmy Traore. Oh, I never would have got that, to be fair. Luis Garcia, Steven Gerrard, Dimar Haman, John Arnarisa, Harry Kuehl, and Fernando Morientes. I was going to put Morientes as well. It's going to put Morientes. All right, seven. Seven. Take that. Not, so it's not, a score that could win. Not bad. Could definitely win. Thanks very much. And now we have Oli in the studio. Yo, yo, yo. And his team are the 2006 League Cup winners, Manchester United. Okay. Um, Van der Sar would have been in goal, I'm guessing. Round 2006 time. Um, Neville. Uh, Vidic. Uh, Fernand. Uh, he would have been uh, left back. Probably ever. Um, I have a feeling Sylvester would have played, but I can't put in four defenders. I'm going to go my usual three uh, midfielders. Obviously, 2006, Rooney would have been there. Um, Saha, maybe? Yeah, probably Saha. I can end up on 4 4 2, classic Fergie. So I'm going to go Ronaldo, Skulls, Giggs, and one more centre mid. It would be someone like 2006. Yeah, Fletcher. Right, I've got I've got an eleven. You got an eleven. I have an eleven. That See, was quick. That was that was rapid. You got That's got to be a record. If you need it. Um, I'm gonna have a fifteen second talk to talk about Plymouth Argyle and um, have, would you let Christianity into your life? Um, I certainly wouldn't. No, okay. There you no, go. I'm good well, to leave earlier. Yeah, I'm good. There you go. Then. I have a feeling Sylvester played right. though, but because it's League Cup in it. Who have you got then? Van der Sar in goal. Yep. Uh, Neville. Yep. Vidic. Nope. It was Sylvester in it. Yep. <sighs> Ferdinand. Ferdinand, yep. Evra. No. Ooh, okay. Uh, Ronaldo. Wes Brown was the Wes, fourth. Oh, uh, right. brilliant. Yep. Wes, Ronaldo, uh, yep. Skulls. Skulls, no. Ooh. Fletcher. Fletcher, no. Ugh. Giggs, surely. Giggs, yep. Thank God. Saha. Saha, yep. Rooney. Rooney, yep. That's all. So I got one, two, three. Seven, that's seven. seven. Yeah. Oh, that's the first time I've ever named 11. That's not too shabby. That's decent. That's decent. Oh, I knew someone right. played. So, you got. Edwin van der Sar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Neville, yeah. Wes Brown, yeah. Rio Ferdinand, yeah. Mikel Silvestre, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. John O'Shea, oh Jesus Ryan Christ, Kings, Park Ji Sung, Wayne Rooney, and Louis Saha. Is that when he had that John O'Shea had that CDM role? Yeah, Jesus. I'm afraid it was. Uh, it's not a time in my life I want to remember, but I'm afraid that is that is that. Happy with seven? I'll take that. We'll see how it goes. And finally, we have Sam in the studio. Hello. His team 
the League Cup runners-up in 2007, Arsenal. It's minute starts now. Okay. Um, all right. Um, 2007. That's a tough one, right? I'm going to get Lehman in goal. Um, l- oh, I don't know if Lauren was playing then, but we'll go for him. Um, Centre-backs. Um, Marlon, maybe? Um... 2007. Oh, this is a tough year. Um, right, let's move on. Um, uh, Van Persie. Um, I don't know if like Eduardo was playing. Um, Flamini was he playing? Chleb. Uh, You've got ten seconds. Jumberg. I don't know if he was still about then, but go for it. Um, Cole. No, not fucking Cole. Um, who played left? Um, Ibuwe. Yep, Ben, it's your last one if you're writing another one down. Hmm? Is that cool? You, yeah, that's it. it. That's Done. 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 Brilliant. Right, who have you got? Right, Jens Lehmann. It was Almunia in goal. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know if Lauren was still playing from then. No, it was Armand Traore at left back. Brilliant. Vermaelen? Uh Vermaelen, no. Brilliant. Van Persie? No. Flamini? No. I think you must be naming everyone who didn't play. Fuck's who? Sake. who? Eduardo? Eduardo, no. Alexander Kleb? No, not Kleb. Freddy Jumberg? Not Lundberg. Ibuwe? No, not Ibuwe either. Do you want to hear this team? Yeah. Well, Man- not really, no. Manuel Almunia, yeah. Justin Hoyt, Colo Toure, who was sent off, yeah. Philippe Senderos, yeah. Armand Traore, yeah. Theo Walcott, yeah. pretty sure he scored his first goal for Arsenal yeah. in that final, Seth Fabregas, right. Denilson, Abu Diaby, Jeremy Alliadier, and Julio Baptista. Fucking Christ. That's the team. He was on the bench. The bench? Uh, I, I'm afraid I don't have the bench. I can have a look for you. They must have. They must. Have, there must have been a few of them on the bench at least. There, well, yeah. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> unbelievable. What sort of a? Was Arsene Wenger mad? No one. Were they runners up? Did you say? They were runners up. No, yeah, against Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea had a strong side out. Well, you didn't. No, certainly not. The bench was Mart Poom. Oh, Do you remember God. him? Uh, Johan Juru, yeah. Emmanuel Abue, yeah. Alexander Kleb, Emmanuel cool. Adebayor, who came on and got sent off. Okay, yeah. And yeah, that's the bench. All right, well, fair enough. Not through that. Right, the boys are back in the studio. The boys, boys are back, are in, back town. in town. The boys oh, are no back way. in town. High five. That's just atrocious, I but the results are in. Third place is Sam. Zero. And the second place. Well, what did Sam get? Well, yeah. Sam, Sam did get zero, yeah. zero. on Arsenal, 2007. Well, wait, but wait, 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 you're in, Fred. You've got to explain it today. I'll name you one already. Baptista. Yeah, he's got Baptista. One, one from one. You've got to explain it today. Almunia. But right, second, 
is no one because you both got seven. Oh, again, we're we going to need another seven, one. Don't we? I can't Honestly, deal with the tiebreakers. We're on par. Oli, we're not on par. What do we do for a tiebreaker? We're going to have to do another attendance. I can't deal with this. If you meet to an attendance again, massive as well. The stakes on this are high. So Sam is now out of name the lineup. He will be coughing up a great. Okay. Right, listen to what I said though. Lehman, Lauren, Vermalen, Flamini, Dan Percy, I mean, yeah. Eduardo, Cleb, Yondo, Gabue. I don't think that's I don't think that's that bad. It's not bad. It's it's bad. About it's four of them were on the it's bench. Not, but, but to it's get zero still, from those players is quite harsh. Amina. Um Senderos. Right, well we would yeah, right, right, anyway, anyway, yeah, right, back to the right, we've got a big stake here. I need a pen, please. You need a pen. I do have one ready. So Pass me that pen, please, Alex. There's your pen. Right. Let's go. Okay. Big stakes. Guess the attendance. Game at the weekend. Brighton and Hove Albion against Liverpool. Oh, God. I've well, no one, idea. 1 5 1. Oh, I can't deal with losing on attendance, then, please. I think mm, might be a bit right. I'm not sure. Right, papers. yeah. Turn your things oh, around at the same time. On. So, Ben has gone for 21,880. I was thinking. And Ollie has gone for 23,567. The actual attendance was 30,634, yes! which means Oli makes it a hat trick of attendance wins. Three for three. This is, this, is, we need to, this is ridiculous. He's winning it on a different How game. How is he winning it on He's attendance? winning the quiz on a different game. He actually is. So now I can, we can only draw and go to a proper tiebreaker next week. I have to win the lineup. Mm. Oli's now got three. Yeah. I've got two. Have Sam's a good one. one. Sam, winning next week, mate. Great, great, great. 30,000 in the Amex. Oli's getting bevved. Shut up. Liverpool, mate. You're you're a, you're a joke. In our next topic, we are previewing the two huge derbies this weekend: Manchester and Merseyside. Let's start with Man United versus Man City at Old Trafford. Who do you make as favourites? It's got to be Man City, even though it's at um, Old Trafford. I, don't know, I think it'll be, I think it will be tight. I don't think it's an obvious one. I mean, because you, you would you think Man City would destroy them, but then no. If United put in a defensive performance, maybe they could nick something. I don't Which know. Will, no, Man United. I'm going out there on the record now and saying Man United will not win that game. It will be a Man City win. I don't think they'll win. Yeah, I don't think they'll win. Do you think Mourinho will set up like he's the away side? Yeah, yeah 100%. percent And play for a draw as, at as Old always. Trafford. But it's Man United at Old Trafford. He can't yeah, do that. Does he really think he cares Should about tradition? Rubbish. He plays. Sorry, but he plays rubbish football in. Surely, and surely, kills surely, good they, games. they need to win. And if if their aspirations are to win the title this year, they need to beat Man City this Sunday. But yeah, but Mourinho will be happy with a draw. He, he they need a win. I, I agree think, with that. But he, I think Mourinho's he, gone a bit mental in terms of tactics. Is Mourinho is Mourinho scared of Pep and Man City? I, th- I yeah. think he's. Do you think? Yeah, I think, I think he might play defensively out of fear. Definitely, I think we'll see as soon as the game starts that I think he'll play eleven men behind the ball. No Pogba as well. Yeah, no, he's out, yeah. It is a big blow, but you know, I, yeah. Sorry, I I think it's going to be one-way traffic. I think it'll be Man City pummeling Manchester United for ninety minutes. Well, with the Manchester United have got so. City's attack should have a field day. Yeah, Lindelof is going to get Lindelof turned inside very out. suspect, doesn't he? Yeah, I completely agree with that. You think Man City had the opportunity to rest a few players? I know Man United did as well. Against so so they, these players are going to come back fit. Yeah, they yeah, De Bruyne's, your Aguero's. I think it's going to go two ways. It's going to be either a score draw or a City pummeling. I can't see it being a tight game. I don't think it'll be nil-nil or anything like that. I can see score draw or big. Mm, If Man City do win, they uh, beat the record for wins in a row in a season, Mm. which Chelsea set last year with 13 wins in a row. It'd be 14 wins in a row. That's unreal. If they can win at Old Trafford. Mm. They've just been... uh, I think they've shown a different side as well over the last couple of weeks where they've been behind. 
against West Ham, against Huddersfield. Yeah. Late goal against Southampton. They've shown they just... Uh, what I've loved about them, in these games where they've been drawing and they've needed a late goal, at no point have they changed the way that he's played. No, yeah. At no point no. have they forced it forward. They've been so patient. They've just played the way they believe in and it's come for them. Yeah. So many teams panic and stuff when they need a goal and they just start like hoofing the ball in the box yeah. and just everything. But they just stuck to the way they played. They broke the teams down and they got the goal they deserved. That's yeah. a sign of champions. If you win, if you win ugly, mm. that's a sign of champions. It happens every year. I mean, they're blowing teams away, and you know you're not going to do that every week. And I was interested to see that in I don't games where they win ugly, but yeah, well, I know I take not, your point about yeah, it shows the character. Because you, you know games. when they were like blitzing teams by five or six, it. You, you think these out every week, but then there was always going to be a time which this time was around where it, it would be a little bit tougher. Teams mm. would have known what they were doing, and you know they've won two ones and everything, but they've won at the end of the day, and it 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 shows resilience, it shows character. I think it shows fitness. They seem unbelievably fit. The, yeah. the football they're playing in the last five, it yeah. might as well be the first five minutes. Mm. When I some of the players like De Bruyne and Silva have started almost every game. Yeah, they're playing every week. And they're still showing the same level of quality. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, you know the way Man City are playing and winning games at the moment. It reminds me of Arsenal from 2004, mm. in the sense that you know that Arsenal won a lot of those games, those that invincible year. Yeah, we drew they won, a lot. Yeah, they drew a lot, but they always stuck to how. Yeah, yeah. How what they were good what at. What they believed in. Yeah, and it's you know Man City are going along those lines in in about the same way. And it wouldn't surprise me this season if Man City if Man City go and don't lose a game in the league. I think this. I, I think wouldn't it's be so difficult yeah, yeah, yeah. now. I it will be. It will be difficult just because of the schedule as well with Champions League and stuff like that. I think yeah. there'll be times where injuries come yeah. and they'll get caught out in one game. But I don't think I they think will the title do it. Is there, yeah, no, I, don't do. I don't think they will do it, but it wouldn't surprise me if they do. From an Arsenal fans' perspective, I hope they don't. Because I think it's I the like best. Record. It's the best team. Yeah. This is the best chance they have of an unbeaten season. I think. You in know, it, day, yeah, because it, it's not going to happen because there's always going to be that one game where mm. you do slip up and it's been it's come close last few weeks really. And so. when you're in this position as well, it's so difficult because everyone wants to beat you. Everyone wants to be that team to set your record. And I think because they've been yeah. so in the media and, and so out there, I think they've almost been exposed. Like Guardiola's style has been exposing teams, and now really trying to they've they've started they start, they're starting to find it. a way to combat it. I think they've fought, yeah. yeah. I think they've not found they're it yet. They're finding a way to sort of slowly, limit. Yeah. Yeah the repercussions of it but then I think Guardiola is just ingenious to find a way around that and then yeah, they'll start so blitzing again isn't he? yeah. 11 points clear they go though if they do win at Old Trafford if they win that is, are we, is that the title over? Yes. yeah I mean 43 points from 15 games that's a record surely they'll be staying up this season they got them over the 40 point mark <laughs> Valadite today be happy yeah. and that yeah. uh, that takes us on to the other huge derby this weekend the Merseyside derby Everton haven't won at Anfield since 1999 and I really don't see them ending that hoodoo no, this no, weekend. Have they no, got any chance? No, not really. I, I think that they'll they'll set up defensively. And yeah, do you think Allardyce will play for a draw then? Um, well, no, it's Allardyce's way. I think he will. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Allardyce will. I think he's just he's just coming to Everton. I think there's something he needs to prove prove something to the fans or. You know he's coming out. I think I think he'll want to prove something. Mm. I think we'll I think see a different setup. I think yeah. we'll see a different setup from Everton yeah. this week. I don't. I, th- I think managers like Allardyce and stuff. I think really it's, it's they're they're fearful because all they have is their record of sort of astute defending and staying up and cracking our results. Mm. I think they're too scared to try anything else because if they lose that, then they've got nothing, have they? Well, I think I think you've got a point there, Sam. Because if you think about Allardyce, it it it, it, would, it seems so easy just to set up defensively. But if Everton yeah. 
really push and put a performance in they and get a result. That. That, that changes yeah. their season. Because it, 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 it would yeah. throw Liverpool as well. If they yeah. come out the blocks really quickly and attack Liverpool, they're not yeah. going to be expecting that. No. Well, we know how shaky Liverpool is. So yeah, and they've got an opportunity of surprise and Liverpool's weakness, as you said, is their defence. So it would be a great way to set up and I'm sure Everton fans would love to see that. Yeah. But I just don't see it coming from Allardyce. No. I mean, I see, I see goals Can't in teach that teach an old dog new tricks. Very true. No. And I mean... <laughs> I don't know what you two think uh, about this, but do you find the the Merseyside derby to be special nowadays? Is it is it one you look mm. forward to? Uh, it was nil nil last year, wasn't it? It's, not, yeah. it's, 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 it's not a like game. It it's a game I look forward to, but it's not it's not the biggest game in the Prem, is it? No. You know, bracketed in, it, no. it, it's lost its style. It doesn't yeah. help this year as well with Everton being so low down. I know they're up to tenth now, but yeah. where they performed at the start of the season, I think if Everton were say fifth right behind Liverpool Yeah. then it changes things I remember the, do you remember the Sturridge 4-3 game yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the last minute yeah, when yeah. they were both having a good season yeah. that was a great game yeah. but no I think it, for, for me it ranks below the Manchester and North London derbies oh, yeah, well, I, think it ranks, I think it ranks below Liverpool Chelsea really I just I just don't see it as a big game because it's not no, it's just not, not a derby well no but I mean like a big game <laughs> in the Prem yeah, but there's obviously I'm, Man United I'm, Arsenal. Yeah, that, but I'm but saying like um, the fact is it's not fire anymore, is there? It's, it's the game. Yeah. It's not a fire game. That's what. No, that's I, what I, it's I, based I, upon. I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. But it's like it's yeah. To me, it's not. It's not one now that I think. Oh, Liverpool v Everton. What that could be. That could be a good. game I don't think it's watch. a global game. I think if you think of the Man United Man City game, that'll be watched all over the world. I think Liverpool Everton still will, but not as much. A lot of Liverpool fans though. All over the world. There are a lot. Yeah, of them. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's true, but I mean, loads of Liverpool fans in America. I think if you had to, well, if you had to pick between the two games, <clears throat> yeah, the Manchester Derby. But, I mean, but that's because yeah. the, there's so much riding on the Manchester Derby at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, there's also the, the there's also the Mourinho versus. Yeah, Guardiola is, is that becoming a bigger rivalry than quite the possibly? Because <laughs> clearly, that's uh, huge. Yeah, there's clearly yeah. a massive hate between them. I mean, they're sort yeah. of polar opposites, aren't they? Yeah. Like I personally, I'm much more behind Pep Guardiola's style of football, the way he plays, and Jose Mourinho is sort of the polar opposite. It really is like Pep Guardiola is all about attacking, fast, plays football, playing the way you believe in, or doing anything else, not doing any other way. Whereas Jose Mourinho is about grinding out results, about sort of being negative, and yeah, it's all about the trophies and stuff for him. And I don't think he'll shake his hand. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think he, I think he will, but he's he's just the type of player that he'll just he just he'll do something. Person, he'll do something that's just stupid and idiotic because he's been giving them slow digs in the media last week. He's such a bad loser, Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, he's just a he's an awful human being. I can't. Yeah, I I did when when he first came over to Chelsea. I did like him because he was different and his confidence was refreshing and stuff. But I am really bored of his attitude. I think he just constantly makes excuses and I think he's been found out a little bit. Yeah, that's that's another discussion. Yeah, but um. Finally, do, do, do you think Man United are still a superior club in Manchester? Uh, if history's anything to go by, I think they're still on top. Kind of, but I think it's it's turning. Contemporarily, yeah, I think Man City yeah, are the best in, side right now. Yeah, I think Man City are the better team, but... I think as a club, I think Manchester United are... When, when do you think Man United are going to next win the league? Because they haven't won it since Ferguson's gone. Do you think it's going to be? Um, could it be a wait like Arsenal have had since the unbeaten?s I could. I, I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the way City are going, if they keep it up, I mean, I, I, I don't see them seeing it. I just can't see them. They don't seem like title winners to me. No, I think I, I can see Chelsea winning it again before yeah. United do. Hundred mm. percent. So it's you know, yeah, there's yeah. a long way to go. Yeah, there is for Manchester United no, to uh, reclaim I, the city. Yeah, I do definitely agree though that you know if if. City go into this game and get all three points. I think that's the so, title. Yeah. Over. It's going to be a great Super Sunday as well. Noel Gallagher, part of the Super Sunday team this week. Absolutely, weekend, looking forward to that. Add to it. 
next up is Ollie's Don't Talk Shit. Stop talking fucking shit, Ollie. You're talking absolute bollocks again. Right, we now have Ollie's Don't Talk Shit, where he has one minute without interruption to talk whatever bollocks he wants. Over to you, Ollie. Don't talk shit. Yep, uh, we're in the month of December, and obviously what I'm passionately hating is the build-up to Christmas. I think it needs to be stopped, and I think it needs to be... Everyone, it's just... It's the only holiday where it gets a month of build-up. No point. I like Christmas. I'm not saying I hate Christmas. Don't call me Scrooge, call me Grinch, whatever. I like the whole meeting up with family. I like the whole drinking and TV presents, whatever. That's fine. On the day. The build-up to it, no need. There's no need on the 1st of seven to be hanging tinsel up because on the 1st of October, you're not hanging out pumpkins and stuff like that. And for your birthday on the 1st of the month, if you're born on the end of the month, you're not like putting up happy birthday for the first month. There's no need to build up. There's no other holiday that does it. It's just commercialised. It's stupid. You don't need a tree in your house. Are you joking? It's a house. Trees are meant to be outside. Like, that's where they're from. And putting, like, just give your presents out. Have food. Have the food. Whatever. Lovely. Watch the film. Spend time with your family. That's great. Don't elongate it this much. There's no point in it. I feel sick. You fucking stupid Grinch. That's, it's not Grinch. It's what not saying I hate about? Christmas. I hate the build-up to Christmas. But the build, that's the best bit. How is it? Because it's the, it's the, it's the, everyone's happy. Everyone's together. And everyone stuff like says. That. It builds it up. Says, it's just one day, Christmas. Why ever, I feel so Christmassy. What? That's not a feeling. It I don't feel Halloween-y. I don't feel birthday Halloween is just an Americanized thing that's come in recently. That, that, that's just purely it, commercial. Christmas, I don't agree with... Like I'm not a Christian or anything like that, but it's just such a great time because all your family comes together, everyone's yeah, happy. That's on the day, yeah, I'm everyone's happy. happy. I, I love the time on the day. And the world we live in, where everyone works in different places and stuff like that, it's great to have everyone doing the same thing at once. Everyone comes exactly. together, there's Christmas, yeah, on the day. it's a good exactly. feeling. That's fine, all on together. the day. Why your birthday thing, of course you don't fucking celebrate your birthday for a month. It's just your birthday. If everyone did that, everyone would do it. Exactly. Idiot. It's I a personal you, thing, isn't it? Thank you. I can tell you now that that build-up for Christmas, when the build-up to Christmas starts from around the beginning of the end of November, beginning of December, I'm a lot happier at that time oh, of year. I'm so am I. I'm, 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 I'm a little more miserable. I completely agree. Completely agree. It's coming in too early. I hate it when it's like November and October. The music's horrendous. The music's brilliant. The music's been the oh. same Feed since the I've world. been born. Feed the world. Fairy Tale in New York. These are classics. Horrendous. All of them. This is and unbelievable. People still Stop celebrate Christmas after the day. You listen to Big Shaq saying, pat, 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 man's not hot until. Yeah, that's not hot. That's bollocks. I don't like that song personally. You're an idiot. But the, they they celebrate it after Christmas. There's still Christmas songs after Christmas. It's done. No, they don't. Who Complete. fucking celebrates why, it after Christmas? Why, does, why is there still decorations up after? Get rid of them. Don't decorate your house. It's fucking Christmas. Oh, so you don't have a tree in your house? I don't. I don't. I don't have one. My mum likes Christmas, but I don't. I would never have one. Hundred percent. If I was living, if I was living, so I'm not have a That's tree in my house. You, I hope you die alone. I wouldn't dress alone. that over. <laughs> miserably no, I, I, I will be miserable or feeling up for Christmas because I have been these last seven some days some of the shit you get enthusiastic about and you don't like Christmas I do like Christmas not the build up to it Christmas day love it Dude, that's the whole point though it's that's not the build up the, to Christmas no, that's it, part of it do you have an advent calendar no you never had an advent calendar I have had an advent calendar but I don't see the point in them I just get them bought for me I'd never buy one I'd it's just something nice Ollie isn't it it's just a nice Everyone together, it's Christmas, a bit of Christmas yeah. spirit. You can't beat Christmas spirit. What is spirit. Christmas spirit? Everyone being what, what, together, what a bit of to friends. Feel? Yeah, I am together with my family on Christmas. I feel well good. But, like, the build-up to it is just yeah, But you're just miserable. elongating that experience, aren't you? I, no, you're not. You're not build-up. No, there's no point in I'm building sure. up. Oh, you have family, Absolutely. you're with your family and you're with your friends. Yeah, on the day, love it. Christmas market and stuff like that, just enjoy That's it. That's rubbish as well. Christmas market, there's no point in it. Just get rid of it all. Done. Oh, just have it all grey and boring this, in Southampton. That's what you want, isn't it? It's just the same as any just other a month. a grey, bleak, shit world. You're a fucking Scrooge. That would be enjoyable. Twat. Oh, darling. Have you got any other business? 
Right, now we have any other business where we discuss all the sporting stories we like from the week. I'm going to start off with a little Champions League roundup. Uh, Liverpool, another 7-0 win. Smashed I mean, it. 14 yeah, against Maribor. Yeah. Confidence on the floor. The Maribor <laughs> Bless them. back line. Liverpool got an impressive goal difference though in the group. Yeah, 17 goal difference. Take that. Incredible. Yeah. But you feel like they'd like to save some of them goals for the knockout yeah. games. Um, I, exactly. I can have yeah, used the goals up. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Ronaldo beats another record, scored in every single group game. First player to ever do that. That is very impressive, dude. That's quite impressive. Very impressive. Goal lot, record this yeah. season has been talked about quite a lot some in the Liga. Some of them are consolidation goals, though. Yeah. It's like, I mean, they're in defeats to Tottenham and draws. Yeah. Goals are goal, isn't it? And I mean, Ronaldo's so self yeah, I mean, selfish that he's loving it. When you have 34 shots a game, though, you're likely <laughs> to score. To, to score. Unless you're at least one. Unless you're me. Yep. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> uh, Atletico Madrid obviously out. We sort of touched on that. Uh, yeah. Their draw. Uh, Benfica lost all six games. So I, I can't yeah, actually. Yeah, the Portuguese, the Portuguese champions as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're pot, they're in pot one to, in this group stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I saw when I saw that the the group and saw that they had won. Zero out of six. Uh, well, well, lost zero six points, out of yeah. six. Sorry, yeah. it was. Uh, I was. Like you don't expect them baffled. to just like batter yeah. everyone, but you expect them to at least you sneak d- through or at least get a at least get win. a couple of points. I, I, yeah. I thought they would have been challenging and maybe even going ahead of United. I thought like mm. away yeah, to th- Benfica is yeah. a tough. Place. I thought Benfica, Benfica were going to be United's closest yeah. closest competitor. Hundred percent. They didn't even get Europa League either, which is no. unreal. Yeah, craziness. Um, and also Shakhtar Donetsk qualified and. Oli, a story interested you, didn't it? Yeah, um, their boss in the uh, interview after the game wore a, a Legend of Zorro mask because he said he would dress up as Zorro if his team advanced, which doesn't seem to think that he was that confident his team would advance, but, I mean, to be fair to him, stuck to his word, so, you know, respect to that. And it's not the greatest of costumes. If anyone's ever have a look at it, BBC Sport, he, he looks more like a rubbish magician. Alright, anyway, uh, in other news, uh, Bellew versus Hay rematch is now going ahead again. Yeah. May the 5th. May the 5th. Will it go ahead though? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a question of what injury Hay's going to get this time and how he's going to no. do it. I reckon he's going to slip in the shower and pull a calf. I think it will go ahead and I think and I think Hay will win because Hay is the superior no, boxer. I, I think Bellew's got it again. Hay's going to uh, give Ollie, his Ollie, Ollie, again. Ollie, 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 hold on here. Hay had it the first time. Yeah, I mean, he, he did. He got injured. He was battering Bellew for the fir- for however many rounds, eight rounds, whatever it was, before Bellew, before he got injured and Bellew four, knocked him out. Didn't, didn't floor him, though. Didn't knock him out, did no, he? he, well, no, he, he but he was winning one. the fight. If if if, Bellew, if Hay had not got injured in that first fight, Bellew would have eventually think, been knocked you gotta out. you got to think of it. They've been doing the training camp up until uh, Bellew's done the training camp and the match's been rescheduled. Hay's having, having to recover, but Bellew's going to, he said he's going to continue to train uh, until that fight so he's going to be in it could it could go back to Portland but also that yeah. could be his benefit and that I mean I, I agree that in the fight before he got injured he he was losing because Hay is a lot powerfuller than yeah. him Hay is quicker he's better in every however Belly's a sense. tough 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 person that's where and he that's where he wins good. because he grinds it out and I mean I, I think even if Hay didn't get injured I think the match would have closed and people would have thought because yeah. Be- Bellew, he, he, he can grind up games in the match where he uh, won at Goodison. Yeah. He was losing that one and then won a couple of punches. And Yeah, but Hayes a different beast. I, I Yeah, but I think Hayes is just going to run his mouth too much and lose again. Well, we'll find out on May the 5th. Let's uh, move on. In any other b- business as well, uh, we'll talk about the Redmond-Guardiola incident. Uh, first of all, it, uh, the gen- the naked eye. But, like It was uh, quite aggressive from Guardiola, but what he's it's come out that he said has just made his... 
my opinion of him, go up even more. Yeah, uh, yeah I both parties it. reported that he just went over to Redmond and just was frustrated. He said, you're a great player. You need to express yourself more. Don't get involved in time-wasting. You're a great player. Express yourself. Show what you can do. Yeah. What a manager. That that's just yeah. that's the dream for a creative player. We starve Absolutely. creative players so much in this country yeah. by yeah. forcing them to take one touch and stuff like yeah. that and not let them express themselves. Completely and, agree. Uh, Pep Guardiola. I think that shows what's been lacking in football because you think that managers are so focused on their team and so if, if other team does well. if other team does poorly they don't don't care, they're happy. Whereas Guardiola, his team's won and he's frustrated at the opposition yeah. for not playing their best player when any other manager would be happy with football. it. Uh, That's I, what I mean. I it's fantastic. I think I think a big a big example of Guardiola's magic really is Raheem Sterling. Yeah, um, look at revitalized. look at the player Raheem Sterling was before Pep creative came players. He just he gets so much out of them. He's it's just you know. Sterling's a different player under Guardiola. Yeah, and definitely. One experience it must be to play under Pep Guardiola. Definitely. Uh, right. Finally, Ballon d'Or comes out tomorrow, so I'm getting ready to get really, really angry. Yeah. Because if Lionel Messi doesn't win the award, I'm going to be screaming. This award is an individual award, yeah. not a team award. Yeah. Yes, Real Madrid have been the best team. Yeah. They've won the Champions League. And Messi scored more goals. He's got more assists. Yeah. He's single-handedly taken Argentina to a World Cup with the pressure of an entire massive nation on his shoulders. Yeah. He would have been hounded down if they hadn't qualified. Yeah. He goes and scores a hat trick in the biggest game. It's got to be out Messi. Of it ever. Has to be. Yeah, has to be. He's got to win. He's clearly been the best player. Yeah. It's not a team award. You should not get it for playing in the best team in the world. Yeah. No. Sorry. I'm getting ready. Messi. Like, if, if Messi does win it, then I'll calm down because he deserves it, and yeah. quite rightly he will win it. But I know Ronaldo's an amazing player, but Messi has to win that award. Definitely. Simply has to. This is why I'm worried about this record that Ronaldo has just broken. Is that now going to sway the tide? What when scoring Ronaldo. in the group yeah, stage? When they yeah. came the league second record. in the group. Yeah. yeah. No. So but there's then, not a team award again. But then any. But then any. Uh, any excuse it seems that FIFA will get to give just it to Ronaldo. He throws his weight like around. Like yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he exactly. can put more of a fight. Messi just be, doesn't care. Exactly. They'll also probably bring the Euros into it as well, even though Ronaldo that, that, did that was last year. That's why he won it last year. Oh, is it? I yeah, thought yeah, he's, yeah. he's not having that again. He's not clinging on to any of that again. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, FIFA will try it. I'm sick of it. Yeah, Messi is absolute god. Absolutely. If that was any other business. Team of the week. Right, now we are going to reveal our team of the week from last weekend's results. Uh, goalkeeper Sam will take you through the keeper Ollie through the back four myself through the midfield and we will share out the forwards okay Sam who's in goal this week or should I even bother asking (laughs) probably not I think it's fairly obvious with one of the best goalkeeping performances I've ever seen David De Gea I think it's the most obvious place in our team of the week ever (laughs) definitely not not much more needs to be said but he's equaled the record for the most saves ever made in a a game he was unbelievable absolutely unbelievable so there's not really much more you can say. The amount of points he wins them. Right, yeah. Ollie, back four? Yeah, uh, we're starting at right back with uh, Victor Moses. Very um, explosive performance. Yeah, I think mainly for his offensive uh, actions, got an assist. Um, and I just think he's just consistently brilliant for Chelsea. Got a bit of pressure on him as well with Zappacosta, which I think is bringing I think, out the best. I think that helps him as well yeah, because absolutely. he didn't have anything last season. And Zappacosta, he's, he's a pretty good player to be fair to him, so he's pushing Moses on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first centre-back we got was Ashley Williams. I think coming in with a new manager, he... He was very solid. Uh, Everton mm. it needed a result, yeah. and dealt with dealt with things well. He he looked like he looked like they had a leader at the back, which yeah. they haven't really had for a while. Mm. So hopefully that continues for him because I do like him as a player. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the other player we got is Cavaselli. That's two goals in three games for him, and scored again against Tottenham. Uh, but also I think for the fact that they managed to grind out a. I'm playing against a, ten men, but yeah. 
Yeah, but that was still they had a first half of Tottenham onslaught. So, you know, it, it, it's still it's still good for him. He's, he's doing well to be fair this season. Uh, left back was on for Kuka Martina. Uh, had a really solid game again as Everton. Mm, he's criticised under Koeman a lot, but yeah, he was. But I think you know yeah. he's he's a he's a solid player. He's not a starter for Everton, but he's a good squad player. Yeah, so, game. yeah, got yeah. a lot of stick at Southampton as well. Yeah, Tom going forward. Yeah. I think he's very that great goal against Arsenal. Famous yeah. for right midfield. Uh, holding the, the midfield three together is Emre Chan, player I really like. Yeah, yeah. Uses the ball very well. Exciting player. Knows how to beat a man yeah. and just a general all-round. Great midfielder. Uh, 5-1 win. Yeah, it's contract is running down. Uh, great game for him. Joining him is teammate and one of the best players in the Premier League, Philip Coutinho. Oh, yeah. Back game. to his best. Creating, scoring goals. He was excellent. Unbelievable. Um, joining him, the final member of the midfield three, Jesse Lingard. Just really pinnacled how to play on the counter-attack. Yeah. Done really well. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, I think he's pretty really well. last few weeks because I've always had a doubt with Lingard, but you know he's, he's starting to score he's a bit. Not a bad player. But yeah, no, um, I've never said he's a bad player. He's just his finishing kind of lets him down a bit. Yeah, yeah. He, well, yeah. he's certainly done that well. He puts himself Arsenal. about. He, yeah, he took he's his a, chances. He a good and yeah, if he hasn't taken them chances, it's a different game. So important from him. Yeah. Right onto the front three. Uh, the first one, which I'm going to reveal, is Eden Hazard. Mm. What a player he is. Oh, on his day, awesome. the best in the Premier League, probably. Yeah, yeah back to his best. I think he was he's just he's brilliant. Yeah, he is brilliant. He's a the Premier League downgrade of Messi, really. Like, yeah. and that's not an insult to him. I'm no, sure he wouldn't take that yeah. just to be mentioned in the same sentence. Is brilliant. Yeah, exactly. He 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 was great. Such a great player to watch. Yeah, he is. All brilliant. right, who else is in the front three? Yeah, uh, we've gone for uh, Bobby Firmino or Roberto Firmino. Um, got himself a uh, brace uh, and great player. You know, I think that. The, the only problem I've found with him is his uh, his finishing does let him down. He doesn't. He's not a 15-20 goal a season striker. Is he's in the assist, line, he, and that's the thing. And I think he needs more goals in his game. And he's he's starting to get a few these last few weeks. So um, I'm glad that he's starting to score because I do really like him as a player. I agree. Right, Sam, finish it off for us. And finally, making his first appearance in our team of the week, and rightly so, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, the young lad, gets in. What a player! Yeah, he's well. He's he's looking like he could. He's starting to improve. He is. I like like him. He should have been starting a long time ago, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. But he was when he first came into the to the Everton fold on a regular basis. He kind of looked a bit shaky that he needed to find his feet. Looks like he finally has got a goal on the weekend and in a good two-nil win for Everton. Got the assist as well. Yep, definitely. He's he's uh, impressing the new manager by the looks of things. That's what you want to do as a young lad, so yeah. fair play to him. See the young lad getting a chance. Yep. That was our team of the week. Right, we now have Premier League predictor results. Uh, just to give a bit of context, at the moment I'm on two points, Oli's on one, Sam's on zero. This is obviously the penultimate episode of the series. Right, in third place from last week's Premier predictor was Sam again, unfortunately, no but surprise. a better showing. Yeah, five Five correct results. Still, unfortunately... On a duck on the score department. Oh well, but oh, it's kind oh. of gone with, gone with the series, isn't it? Really losing money. This <laughs> Nothing great. Yeah. There's always there's always a series two, right? And in second place, it's the same as first place. Oh. Me and Ollie <laughs> both got seven. Intellectually, Ollie got equal. two correct scores. Chelsea and Leicester score correctly, uh, guessed correctly, and I got the Stoke score. So unfortunately, it's going to be another guess the attendance, and if I lose, then you may witness suicide on air. Confidence. I'm not happy. Viewing figures. Right. right. Please give me a. We've got an attendance. I know the attendance. We've got an attendance. Go. We've gone crafty. It's from the championship. Ooh, okay. What was the attendance when Middlesbrough went to Ashton Gate and played Bristol at the uh, weekend? Okay. 
Oh, he's told me so many times, Sam, as well. He's told me like what the, what the attendance. He's always banging on about how much it holds. <laughs> oh God, why don't I listen to him? <laughs> um, it's not the weakest link. All right, please, please. All right. Ollie stuck up a number. Yeah, stick yours up to. Ollie stuck up twenty-two thousand one hundred twenty-six. Ben has stuck up. 27th wait wait which one which one's from this one which one's from the other one you've got two numbers there which one is the top of the bottom 27,000 no way okay Ben's put 27,800 and the attendance is 18,700 you're always going on like they've got a massive stadium about they build on to it 27,500 is the capacity (gasps) why was there only 18,000 in there because on Sky what, so your fans are that shit they don't turn well, up no, to a massive a game against Middlesbrough? Turn, a lot of t- people don't turn up for the game. Even, oh. if they, even if they turn up to the ground, you still wouldn't have got it, mate. Just chill out. Yes, I would have. If everyone turned up, there would have been 27,000. Four for four. Tw- if it was at full capacity, the Man, United game, the Man United game would be 27,000. Brilliant. Yeah, unlucky, mate. That's absolutely right, bollocks. Next week, mate. I mean, that was a good guess. I guess the actual attendance of the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah, but like the money relative fast in fucking go. Twenty-seven thousand, Joe. Uh, no right, two yeah, all. It's two all. One prem predictor, especially in the championship. It's two all. Yes. One prem predictor. Prem Let's bit. fucking move on. Premier League predictor. Right, I've calmed down. We're gonna do prem predictor for next week. Not I'm gonna have to win it outright, aren't I? Because if it's a draw, we will know what's gonna happen. Right. Uh, we get three points for a correct score, one point for a correct result. It's a fast-paced game. Here we go. West Ham, Chelsea, I'm going 2-0 Chelsea. 2-0 Chelsea. 4-1 Chelsea. Burnley, Watford, I'm going 1-0. 0-0. 1-0. Palace, Bournemouth, I'm going 3-1 Bournemouth. 1-0 Palace. 2-1 Palace. Huddersfield, Brighton, I'm going 2-0 Huddersfield. 1-0. 1-0. Swansea, West Brom, I'm going 1-0. 1-0 Swansea. 1-0 West Brom. Spurs, Stoke, I'm going 1-0. 2-1 Tottenham. 1-0 Spurs. Newcastle, Leicester, I'm going 2-0 Leicester. 2-2. 2-2. Southampton, Arsenal, I'm going 2-0 Arsenal. 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1 Saints. Liverpool-Everton, I'm going 3-0 Liverpool. 4-0 Liverpool. 5-2 Liverpool. Jesus. United City, I'm going 3-0 City. I'm going 2-1 City. I'm going 2-1 City. That was Premier League Predictor. Okay, thank you very much for listening. That was the penultimate show of Series 1. Make sure you tune in next week for the grand finale of the series. going to be a great one. Uh, and listen back to all our other shows on iTunes if you already haven't. It really is a great podcast. Excellent. Right. Thanks very much for listening. See you next week. Thank you. He's not contributing this week. See you later. (laughs)